and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zaratti. And then your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press music reporter, Erin Labar. Still still getting used to that, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of things. Just like a really random it's, collection yeah, of it's stuff a today. Really random collection of topics. But we're going to be talking about driving lessons. Yes. Because I'm about to start some. I'm very excited for you. Uh, what else are we talking about? The whiteout uh, parties. We're going to talk about the whiteout parties. The Jets are in the playoffs for <sighs> yeah, now. For now. Um, so we're going to talk about that and uh, a little bit uh, of, I guess, controversy, but maybe that's not the right word that has bubbled up around it. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to be talking about vanity plates. Mm-hmm. And then a weird thing you found. Yeah. I found a story about how uh, South Korean babies uh, calculate their age. And it is. It's weird. I'm not how babies calculate their own age, but how the government calculates their age. Yeah, it's perplexing. It is. First, though, how was your week? Babies calculating their own age. (laughs) Yeah, they can. They're babies. (laughs) Babies don't know how to do anything. Yeah, I had the flu, like full out flu. You did have the full out flu. Like I haven't had a flu like that in probably a decade or more i feel like i haven't had a flu like how you were describing yeah on which friday, is gross uh since i was a kid friday i could barely move and then i only left my apartment twice over the span between like friday and monday it, it was terrible i saw you one time when you left your apartment. yeah i had a pre-planned or like a pre yeah pre-planned engagement that i could not bail on we drove past you yeah. and as if on cue nick said there's aaron and you sneezed. <laughs> yeah. And I know I don't sound great still, but I feel probably 85% better. So good. I'm well, pumped. we're recording this one day late. We're recording this for the first time ever. I feel like on the day we post. Yes. Because you had no voice yesterday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel fine. It's just like the residuals. It's okay. the residuals. Yeah. Um, I have somehow managed to dodge getting the flu. That's great. I'm happy for you. But... I have had the most unrelenting exhaustion this week. That's weird. So I went for steak last night randomly. <laughs> and that seems to have sorted me out a bit. Because you know how sometimes your Iron. body is just like, I need red meat. Yeah. So yeah, I feel slightly better. But winter is hanging on. The Jets. Go Jets go. (laughs) It's that time of year again. It is. Somehow it snuck up on us so quickly. We're two women who barely, I feel like you care more than I do, but two women who barely care. Yeah. I only care because I have a partner who's very invested and I I like to get in on the excitement. Sure. I'm I'm a bandwagoner and I'm fine with that. Yeah. We have talked about that on the show before about how we're both pro bandwagon. Yeah. I like being involved in a city celebration. Right. Et cetera. Yeah. Um, The whiteout parties, however, have been generating a little bit of of conversation, we'll say. Mm -hmm. Um, So for those who don't live here, aren't familiar slash don't remember from last year, they are the big street parties that happen during the playoff run Mm -hmm. they are called the whiteout because of some tradition i think a response to the calgary flames yeah in the 90s when the jets made or maybe even in the 80s when the jets were in the playoffs the um they're playing the calgary flames and they all wore 
red because that's the color of their team. All right. It was the sea of red. Sea of red. Right. And so the response to that from Jets fans was to wear all white. And so then the tradition just kind of held over into these playoff runs. Um, so now that everyone wears everything white, white jerseys, um, white yeah. wigs, white face paint. Like blizzards, et cetera. Yes. The Jets were white. Yeah. Yes. Um, some people in town have raised a point, which is maybe calling it the whiteout and having headlines such as making downtown white again doesn't necessarily make people of color feel safe. Yes. I think that's legitimate. I also think that's legitimate. I mean, I would also, because I think there's also, you have to remember that this is a sporting function there is a bit of hooliganism that can happen. Mm-hmm. Especially like, when there's alcohol involved. Right. Like I don't fully subscribe to the whole like this unites the city and everyone's super positive. Like, it, yeah, sure. But if, it you, could also, if you like sports. Sure. And it could also go the other way. I mean, we'll see what happens during the game tonight if they lose again. You know, like yeah. I, th- I think that there is the chance for things to get kind of out of control out of control right because you have a lot of people Mm -hmm. in a fairly small area it's kind of it reminds me of being like at the main stage at a major rock festival yeah for sure just like elbow to elbow yeah people are drinking yeah emotions are high yeah Yeah. and black space winnipeg the organization that was just was basically like hey maybe we could call it something else right and people were irate up in arms and it's, it's always ironic when the comments justify the existence for the criticism it's true um but yeah i was kind of thinking about it like what what are some alternate names what could we call the whiteout that isn't so white snow attack snow attack blizzard of goals i don't know what did jet what about planes daisy field that's the other thing too is they have fighter jets fly over downtown winnipeg yeah. during playoff games which is also people What's are like, like i don't love this flight metaphor um hmm. tarmac <laughs> tarmac party the winnipeg tarmac party that's, that's i actually kind of like i that. actually kind of like that too <laughs> i like that also landing strip let's <laughs> <laughs> head, head down to the landing strip next to uh, the arena yeah i mean i also think that works i also associate the jets with the color blue not the color white i think it's just one of those things that it's a tradition that held on and it it became a tradition at a time when people were not as sensitive to language use of language yeah and you know things can change traditions can change traditions can change and i feel like if people are are unsafe and and confident enough to vocalize that they're feeling unsafe and that it makes them uncomfortable then what's the harm in changing it or at least recognizing at the very at the very least yeah recognizing hmm i wonder if people literally dressed up in white hoods is maybe a, a trigger for some people yeah because i was thinking about this last year because uh, the whiteout parties got a lot of uh international coverage yeah um and i often thought hmm i wonder if this looks racial to people like who aren't from here and mm-hmm. don't know the context mm-hmm. uh because seeing it without the context it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i think it's always legitimate to listen to other people's concerns and if it has to change its name what about something with like ice i like yeah like the ice storm the freeze out oh the freeze out that's a good one yeah 
because they're going to freeze out them goals. Exactly. I like that. Hopefully. Okay, Kevin Donnelly at True North, get ready for an email from us. Yes, we will have our proposed <laughs> list. Uh, listeners, also get on this, please. please. Email us. I'm still a fan of the tarmac party. <laughs> I also like the tarmac party. That is very... I feel like there's not enough imagery about planes. Well, as we discussed last year, I didn't even realize the Jets logo was a plane until well into their run. And I don't think it needs to be planes that kill people. I think it can just be like, you know, <laughs> prop plane. Airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sports. 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 This has been a good conversation on sports. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to come to it. Um, uh, another story. Vanity plates. I feel like vanity plates come into the news often with some regularity um well as you know i've been monitoring you have uh it's my dream to write a story about not just vanity plates in winnipeg because i feel like there's an excessive amount but like the specialized license plates for different groups right because again i feel like there is an excessive amount for this city. yeah there's like the jets plates the jets, bombers, bombers gold eyes brandon wheat kings humane society curling swimming basketball they're all there it's bonkers there yeah there's a ton um so the latest mm -hmm. so we all know about the assimilate yeah. guy that's star trek. star trek reference yeah but i mean i was having an argument about this with my brother and he's like well it's clear that the reference is to star trek but i'm also like sure yeah but if someone is f finds it that offensive like offensive yeah. enough to call in and complain about it like, do you have to have that on your license plate? Like, could you not uh, just have a normal license plate? The thing. It's also not clear. Like, if you're not a fan. Yeah. It's not. It's kind of relates to the whiteout stuff. Like, it's not necessarily clear. And assimilate is a pretty loaded word yes. in this part of the world. Yes. Um, but there's a Cree man who lives in Winnipeg named Bruce Spence. He is taking on Manitoba Public Insurance because he has a personalized plate that reads Indian car, like NDN. Yeah, NDN car, yeah. Um, and uh, it's after a song. Yeah. And he is a Cree man. So he's, it's a reclaiming of the word as sure. well. Um, he also, I overheard our colleague Ashley Prest who wrote the story talking about an amazing quote from him where he was talking about, yeah, I was driving in like South Dakota and, you know, like a bunch of indigenous people were like, rolled down their windows and were like waving at me because of my license plate. <laughs> See, I think something like that is fine. Mm -hmm. because I mean you're an indigenous person it's not like you're a white person I think that would be tough yes but here's my thing I think vanity plates shouldn't exist I agree I think they're I think they're dumb I think they're stupid too and they cost more money and also how is someone supposed to know that you are an indigenous person in yeah, that car? well they're, all yeah. they're seeing is your plates they don't know who's driving the car also do we need to personalize everything? Like, what is, what is this? Your Hotmail account? Like, the front of your binder? Like, your the inside of your locker? Like, it's your car. Like, I don't think that every part of our lives needs to be like, I need to express my identity on this license plate. Like, I would already argue that your car and, you know, the choice of car that you drive and the, you know, Chotchkeys the color and the chotchkeys on the dashboard. Like, there's many ways to yeah. tell the world something about yourself via your vehicle should you choose right i don't really think that a vanity plate is necessary and i just well it's a want it's not a need and i don't no. understand why anyone wants them like i just don't get it yeah i find them i i find them annoying most of the time sometimes i like a clever one 
Like I would argue Indian car is clever, but some of them make me smile if they're clever enough. Like I saw there's a VW bug in town whose license plate is you a bug. <laughs> I like that. But like, I don't know. Like the whole like his and hers or like I'm rich. Like, <laughs> like, I, like I don't know. I just find it a little bit ostentatious and pointless. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. But I, I do feel like Winnipeggers love them for some reason. Yeah. Because so, I see them every day, every I, single day. I guess it's the same reason that anybody loves like the aspect of personalization like and wanting to stand out, especially nowadays where I feel like everyone on earth drives a black SUV. Or a black Honda Civ. Yeah, or a black yeah. Honda Civ for sure. I like, wonder if which dirty black <laughs> SUV is mine in yeah. this parking lot for sure. But I also don't like them. I wonder if MPI has any kind of demographic like keeps tabs on the age, the gender, the ethnicity of people who pick or we choose look into to that. have um, vanity plates. I'd be really curious, especially yeah. age-wise. I'd be very curious to see. I know they keep tabs on the no-no license plates that oh, you're yeah. not allowed to have. Yeah, the ones that were vetoed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. We should look into that. I will. And by we, I mean you. Okay, I will. Um, Moving on, mm. shall we, from vanity plates to what else were we talking about today? I feel scattered. I feel I know, scattered, you guys. Um, oh, yeah. Driving lessons. Yeah. Oh, I missed an opportunity to make a very good segue between vanity plates and driving well, lessons. Well, that's all right. Um, okay. So as people who are familiar with me may know, I have not been able. <laughs> well, or like I've read stuff I've written. I feel like I've mentioned this a lot. Yeah. I don't have a driver's license. Yeah. I'm I 34. Drive us everywhere. Yeah. You drive us everywhere. <laughs> I am 34 years old. Mm-hmm. I still have a class 5A learner's permit <laughs> from like 2005. No, <laughs> earlier than that. It would be from, well, whenever you turn 15. Yeah. So 2000. Oh my God. The year 2000 <laughs> is probably when I got it's my learner's. It's a Y2K license. Yeah. Because I was born in 85. So That's yeah, hilarious. The year 2000. But that also means that I... I'm not subject to graduated licensing Oh, because <laughs> I have faithfully renewed this class oh, A learner's goodness. permit every year since the year 2000. This gets better and better. I pay I for it, it every year I so that it. I always have a current learner's because I yeah. use it as an ID. And also if I drive, then I can practice driving and it's fine. Mm-hmm. I have taken seven road tests. <laughs> I've lost count of the road tests. Actually, I took one last year or was it two it years ago? It was a couple ago. years ago. Yeah. Um, it was bad. I took one, I took a couple in my twenties. I took three in high school. Like when you're supposed to, <laughs> I had a great driving instructor in high school. Yeah. She was awesome. She could not believe it. When I phoned her to tell her that I failed, she was astonished. She was like, you're the best student I ever had. She literally said that that you're is a cracking under the pressure of the test. That is clearly what's happening. So are they like automatic fails or did you like hit something or? Oh, there's been myriad issues. It's never the same twice. Sometimes <laughs> it's for the parallel park. Like the most oh, recent parallel time. park is, is hard. Have I told this story on the pod before? I don't know. I think you maybe have, but you can do it again. because I can't remember. So the most recent time I failed, it was not, it was not, a, it was not my best. It was not a f- flattering time for me (laughs) like I don't come out looking good in the story uh but I failed in the parallel park and the location where I went has multiple tests happening simultaneously so a lot of people are parallel parking at the same time okay 
sidebar notice how well i said simultaneous despite having in your life yeah i know um but anyway it's very like there's a lot of stuff going on and modern cars of course make a lot of noises so they have like you know if you have like like someone's passing you blah 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 there's lots of bells and whistles and i took like our fairly new car on this test and i don't know what it is but there's something about failing a road test that just sends me from zero to tears like nothing else. Oh. I don't know what it is. It's 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 weird. It's weird. So I'm upset. I get back to the location and we have to debrief about debrief about the test. Even though I'm like, I'm ancient years old. I don't need to debrief. I know what the problem is. Yes. And the guy giving the test said, even though you weren't successful in your test, you still have to indicate when you're turning back into the parking lot. I was like... Oh, it's on. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> and so I was just like, yes, thanks. I realize that. Like, I think we're done here. And I left my phone with my husband and he was waiting for me. And I was like, oh, no. Now I'm like crying and upset. And like, and I ripped up my road test, the paper road test into tiny pieces because <laughs> I'm seven. <laughs> and I walked in there and I threw the pieces of paper on the table. There's an audience, like there's people in there <laughs> in front of him and said, let's get the F out of here. And he's like, I guess we're never coming to this location for future rotets. So yeah, not, oh. not flattering. Um, yeah. When I was a teenager, I, would, I failed. I once had 10 automatic fails in a single test. <gasps> oh no. Because I was doing the California roll through stop signs. Oh no, you can't do the jerk and roll. So that is literally 10 automatic fails i had one dangerous action automatic fail where i just followed a semi through a left hand turn (laughs) (laughs) just like oh it's everyone's turn no no it's not it's not everyone's turn um not to make you feel worse but i passed on my first try of course you did and i had i got five points off because i was in the parking lot of the dmv on the way back and someone pulled out of their parking spot into the wrong lane. So Ooh. I had to go into the wrong lane to go around them so that we would not have an accident. Right. And they were like, ding, five points. And I was like, are you joking? Ugh. Are you joking? Yeah, that's, that is silly. Yeah. But it, I had a very positive experience with my driving lessons and stuff. Well, bully for you. But I also don't know how to ride a bike. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I think we're pretty even here. <laughs> I know how to do that. Yes. That's how I get around in the summertime. Yes. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I think now, though, not to get too psychological about it, but I think I now have a conditioned emotional response to the test. Oh, of course. So I think that is something that I have to work through. So this is a very long way of telling everybody that I am beginning driver's ed, basically, Yeah. next week. It's so exciting. So the next four Wednesdays, I have driving classes, like in-car classes, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to take my road test and hopefully be successful Woo-hoo. so that you don't have to drive everywhere. <laughs> uh, when did your road rage develop? <laughs> <laughs> Miss, I passed on my first try. <laughs> um, I've always had road rage, but I feel like most of the time it's warranted. Because to, like when we drive home from work, people are lunatics. It's kind of a Winnipeg thing that Winnipeggers are terrible drivers. Yeah. And like there was on our commute home the other day. Yes. That guy who's making the left hand turn from the wrong lane and then the yes. light changed. So then he basically parallel parked into the yeah. lane beside it, us. So like, I feel like. Even I know that's not how you drive. Like I feel like I'm a good driver. Probably not a great driver, but I'm a good driver. I've never been in an accident. I think you're a good driver. I feel safe when I'm in your car. Yeah. I, I'm very like aware of my surroundings. I don't text and drive. Like I'm very focused on what I'm doing for the most part. Um, but I do have, I do like to yell at people. 
Yes, you do. But you do it adorably like a mom and you often ah! think, Mr. Truck. <laughs> or I'll yell at whatever the brand name of the car is. Yes, you like, do that too. Get out of here, Civ. Yeah. Get out of here, Ram. <laughs> it's always the Civs and the Rams. It's true. That's cutting you off. But no, I enjoy driving. I've always loved driving. It's just like the best feeling. I love it. My favorite thing ever though was when I asked you to drive us on our road trip to when we were eating from Plum Coulee to Altona. Like so basically two left hand turns through fields. Right. With not at a 3 soul. p.m. on a Wednesday. Not a soul. And the look of terror on your face was unlike anything I have seen in my life before. I was not, <laughs> I was like, I was not ready. I was like, okay, I'll continue to drive for the 18th hour. <laughs> I have never driven on a highway. Yes, that's probably why. So I think that's why I was... But it was very funny. I also do not have at all a lead foot. I do not have a need for speed. I do not like going fast. I tried out... One of my first journalism assignments was to try out a new race car track that opened in town. (laughs) And I went with my bestie Carly and she lapped me four times because I was like, I'm good traveling 20 kilometers an hour. That's why I hate driving with my partner, Nick. Because he drives like an 80-year-old man. He too man. does not have a need for speed? No. Like, Sterling Lion Parkway, I feel like I'm in like in Fury Road. I'm like, this is crazy. And like if the speed limit is 60, you can go 65. It'll be fine. <laughs> I don't like going over 70. Like, well, that's going to be a problem on the highway. It's 80. I'm like, I hate this. But Well, I feel like on a highway, though, you're in an open area. You're I not suppose. like you know, people like ripping past you. But I anyway. <laughs> We'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. I'm I bet I fail again, but we'll see. No, you'll be fine. I think having the pre-class, like the pre-driving classes before you do the test will be very helpful for your confidence. Fingers crossed. For our final segment, we're going to do reading, watching, listening. Except we teased out that we were going to talk about the South Korean Yeah, baby but thing. I'm going to include that in my reading. Okay, good. Because I just read this article. Because you did just read it. Um, it's on CTV News. This blows my mind, literally. Yeah. So basically what this article says is that South Korean babies, when they are born, are given the numerical age of one. And then... So they're not like zero years old. They're one. And then at... But they aren't though. Okay. And then when it comes to January 1st, whatever, however many months after you're born, January 1st is, another year gets added. So this, the premise of the story was that this person had a baby on December 31st. And then two hours later, it was January 1st and the baby was two. Considered two. But the baby is not two. I know. And so... Oh, this is hard. As someone who loves rules, this I is know. very hard for me. I know. That's not how time works. I know. Apparently, it's a centuries-old tradition, um, and people are trying to get it changed because... Well... It, it's the, they have an international age and a South Korean age. So the guy who's in, the dad interviewed for this story yeah. is 32 in, what, in our age, like internationally. Yeah. But in South Korea, he's 34. Oh, man. Like, uh, sure. Time is an illusion. Fine. But like, that is so interesting. They think that the origin, it says the origins of this age reckoning system aren't clear. Being one upon birth may be linked to the time babies spend in the mother's womb or to an ancient Asian numerical system that didn't have a concept of zero. Okay. Yeah. But becoming a year older on January 1st is even harder to explain. Um, It could be that ancient Koreans cared a lot about the year in which they were born in the Chinese 60-year cycle, which okay. would make sense. 
but without regular calendars it's kind of hard to do it's just very very confusing it's hard to enforce to in a modern yeah yeah most people have adopted the yeah the calendar right so if we have any south korean listeners yeah please email us and like verify that this is yes a thing and that you have a korean age and yeah international age and if you have any like insight into why this continues please let us know and like pros and cons yeah like could you be 14 or 16 and be like ah but my korean age is 18 so i can order this beer and then later on in the story, it says many family restaurants don't charge babies if they are 36 months old or younger. So parents often calculate their baby's ages under the Western method when they're dining out. <laughs> this seems like a lot of math. I know. Some South so Koreans still worry that the practice makes their nation look odd on the international stage. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> um, some feel confusion when meeting with foreigners. They have to ask what month they were born to calculate their Western age for news stories. Wow. It's nuts. That is so interesting. So cool, though. Yeah. The world. I know. It's like the when we learned the black hole. Oh, that, that was, was making the rounds a this very week. cool story this week. Is actually like 55 million years old. Oh, my gosh. That blew my mind. Yeah. It's in, yeah. The first ever image of the, a black hole, which came out this week. Yeah. Is actually... 55 million years in the past because mm-hmm. everything in space is in the past this whole thing blows my mind despite I mean, we've the talked fact, about space yeah. before and how freaky it is despite the fact light is the fastest traveling thing i was gonna call it a substance but that doesn't seem right yeah yeah everything if you see a photo from space it's probably for millions of years ago yeah that blows my mind time is a construct i know <laughs> it freaks me out time really is it freaks me out um so is that you, you were reading that's my reading home? and then watching um i'm getting amped up for the new season of game of thrones it starts this weekend yes i last night i watched the final episode of the previous season to kind of just refresh my memory mm-hmm. and what i should have done was watch the entire season because watching just the last episode i was like who's that guy what's happening i don't remember this so i spent a lot of time being confused but I'm very excited. Do you find that because there's so much TV now that you have trouble remembering what's going on on our show? Oh, 100%. Same. Yeah. And because you don't really watch things over the length of a season anymore, like because we binge stuff, mm-hmm. there's even more of a time gap between like seasons. Yeah. And then this like Game of Thrones, the the previous season finished like almost two years ago already. Yeah. So it's See, been a long time. A long time. Um, and also I just wanted to say that for this final season of Game of Thrones, we're going to be doing roundtable discussions after, I think, um, every episode. Um, so if you're interested to hear what we think about things, you can go to winnipegfreepress.com and you can read our roundtables after each episode. I might participate in them, even though I don't watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just to be like, here's what I've gleaned from being alive in the world. Because I mean, totally, you could just start watching it, too. I mean, Game of Thrones is kind of one of the inspirations for a pop culture blind spot. Because a little bit, yeah. It is one of those shows where even if you don't watch it, you probably... Have we done a Game of Thrones pop culture? We have. Pop? Chair of Knives. Oh, yeah. Chair yeah, of Knives. Chair of Knives. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I am also watching, very quickly, uh, when I wrote about Grifters this week, I was like, this seems like the perfect time to watch Dirty John. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The California accents. I it's intense. Cannot, but that is wild. It's a wild That's a wild story. story. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I want to listen to the podcast now, too. Yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, 
I recommend it. Connie Britton, thumbs up. Connie Britton, thumbs way up. Uh, you can find any roundtables or anything that we're have written at winnipegfreepress.com. You can also follow us on social media. I'm at Jen Zratty on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Nye Rebel on Twitter and Instagram. And as always, you can email us at buritheleed at winnipegfreepress.com, especially if you're South Korean, because I really want to know about this yes. age thing. And if you have alternate whiteout party names. Yes. Um, and we will see you next week. Thank you.